Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The chase is on. Welcome everyone to Chasing Ball Game, the sports betting podcast that is fired up for the weekend. I am Jimmy Brown, your humble host, and I come bearing good news for this Friday edition of the Chasing Ball Game podcast. We are all set to go full throttle. We still have plenty of work to do. Don't get me wrong. The team is working on production. The podcast is going to be a a bit more flashier soon. But the most important news to know is that we are going to go five days a week starting next week. So starting on Monday, you can tune in to Chasing Ball Game five times each and every week. We will tape the night before and we will have that podcast ready for you to go first thing in the morning every day of the week. So make sure you tune into that the minute you wake up. The Chasing Ball Game podcast will be ready to go. And again, I want to say thanks to all of the Chasers. Chasers are the faithful listeners of the show. I don't know, all seven of you, I appreciate it, who have been very patient as we start to build something great here. Look, the premise of the show, it's a sports podcast overall, right? But it's powered by information that you give me or that I find online. I just compile it, I tweet it out, I put it on Facebook, and then I share it right here to give you what kind of information you're looking for and who has better sports information than the fan. That's why I reach out to you. And if you hit me up on Twitter or Facebook, you can find me at Chasing Ball Game. Just talk sports with me, share some great information, and I'm going to feature you right here on the show every time I'm on the air. This show is really about you. It's really about the chaser. So join in on the chase and let's have some fun. But right now for this Friday show, let's get things started because I have plenty to talk about. For this show, I will gear you up for the weekend. I'm going to kick things off with the NBA portion of the show called Betting the Buckets. That's where I will go beyond the box score. I'm going to call it a calendar crunch. And I will, of course, add a pick against the spread. Then we head out to the NFL playoffs and I will give you not one but two picks against the spread, which of course includes the Steelers game against the Kansas City Chiefs and perhaps the most anticipated game of the week, the Packers against the Cowboys. The great thing about Chasing Ball Game, this podcast is wicked quick with a few few picks, so let's get this thing started, and it's time for betting the buckets as we talk NBA. We're going to start with beyond the box score. This is where I go back and look at a game or two. Point something out that you want to write down, you want to take note of, because it could be something that could help you in the future when you're looking to pick winners in the NBA. First, real quick, I want to talk about the Nuggets, who put up 140 points in the London game against the Indiana Pacers. That was an afternoon game yesterday. The combined score of 252, well over the posted total. The line, first of all, came out at 223. When you see a line of 223 and it's not the All-Star game, Actually, the All-Star game is about 250, 260. That should tell you something. Right away, it tells you that when teams go to London, not only do the players take a vacation, but defenses take a vacation. Look, NBA wants to promote their brand. So I guarantee 
there's a little nudge from someone that says, look, if you're going to London, put up some points, throw down some dunks, give the fans what they want. Keep that in mind because the NBA is expanding. They're going to be playing plenty of games overseas, and it could mean big profits for you because I think that line was way off, as you can tell by the final. Look, the, the team scored a combined 70 points in the fourth quarter. So just something to keep an eye out for. The other game I want to look at is the Timberwolves, who got the win over the Rockets. I wanted to focus on this game for two reasons. One, it was a big win for the Wolves. First of all, they stopped a nine-game winning streak uh, that the Rockets were on. They beat a very good team in the Rockets. And a few of their players played well above their means. For example, Ricky Rubio, he tied his own franchise record with 17 assists to go with 10 points. So not only does that mean this team played well above their head, but it means they're primed for a letdown. One of the theories I like to find in the NBA and to bet on is to take teams who are playing well above their means or who have a very, quote-unquote, big win against a very good team. Because with the NBA it being a grind of playing night in and night out, there is going to be a letdown. I think you're going to see it again with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, by the way, they host the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. Look, when I give you these uh, segments, Beyond the Box Score, Calendar Crunch, etc., they're not picks. It's just me pointing out things. If you want to play them, go get it. I, I really do think it's always a good edge or a good favor when I point them out. But I don't always play them. Just letting you know it's something to consider. The other thing I want to point out in that Houston game, the counter crunch works. The Rockets, like I said, were on a nine-game winning streak, but this was their fifth game in seven nights and their third game in four nights. So this team was exhausted. And then it showed on the court. They played awful defense, and they didn't win. They didn't hang around. They were missing jump shots. So the calendar crunch and paying attention to the NBA schedule works. Speaking of which, I've got plenty to talk about in the calendar crunch. It's simply just looking at the NBA schedule and finding teams who are in good and or bad spots. And starting on Sunday, we have four teams that are starting five game and seven night stretches. It starts with the Atlanta Hawks, who look vulnerable at the Pistons. That's the third game and four nights of that trip. The second team, the Rockets, we already talked about them. They just played a tough stretch. They've got to play another one starting Sunday. They'll be playing at Memphis in the fifth game in seven nights, and that's a back-to-back spot after playing against the Golden State Warriors. Teams get up to play teams like Cleveland and Golden State. Super letdown spot for Houston. We'll be looking at that one. Third team, Milwaukee Bucks. They'll be in a tough spot in the back-to-back set, back-to-back set which ends that long trip, which is five games in seven nights, of course. And they're playing the Orlando trip against the Magic and the Heat in back-to-back spots. Finally, the Knicks who I love to beat up, let's face it. You can almost fade those guys any night because they have a lot going on. Injuries, mind games, the whole nine. And they'll probably be vulnerable in every game in this trip. But I'll be looking at the game against the Wizards when the Knicks will be playing their fourth game in five nights. You don't see that too, too much in the NBA, but you'll see it here. The Wizards playing great basketball. Good spot to play the Wizards. Now, like I said, these games are not plays per se. Just something to look out for. And all those stretches I mentioned don't even start to Sunday, so I'm sure that I'm going to revisit these games next week. But now, the more important part, let's get on to the pick for Friday night in the association. I'm going to play on the Atlanta Hawks, minus 2.5. Shop around for this line. You're going to see it at different numbers. Get the best number for you. I don't mind the 2.5. I think the Hawks win. And be honest with you, I think they. I think it's a pretty comfortable win. They're playing the Boston Celtics, my beloved Boston Celtics, by the way. Sometimes it's okay to go against your team. By the way, I don't know if you know this, but when the Celtics beat the Wizards, the Celtics have now played over the total in 12 consecutive games. They can't put a total high enough 
for this game right now. I would stay away from the total because if the uh, Celtics come out and play very bad, and I expect they might, it could go under if this is a blowout and they pull away late. But that stat I gave you, you would have known if you followed me on Twitter. So make sure you follow me at Chasing Ball Game because I'm posting stuff all the time, stats like that. But back to the Celtics. Not only are they in a calendar crunch, they're going to be playing their third game of four nights, but they also go up against a Hawks team that's arguably the hottest team in basketball. Seven-game winning streak, won eight of their last ten games, not to mention they are in two days rest where they do very, very well against the spread. Plus, the Celtics have already came out and said that Avery Bradley, James Young, Tyler Zeller not traveling with the team. They're already out for that game. That means Amir Johnson, Jalen Brown are traveling. They do have a chance to play, but... This is what I'm talking about. Already you're juggling the lineup. You're putting new people in. Not a superstar subtraction. No offense to Bradley and Young and Zeller, but they're role players. And obviously Avery Bradley is an offensive stopper, so to me taking him out of the game kind of hurts. But it's going to be a lot going on. I really think as this gets closer to game time, you're going to see a lot more action on the Celtics because Al Horford will be playing his first game back in Atlanta. So that's a pretty big deal. But I actually think it's a bigger deal for the Hawks because remember – he left the Hawks, so not only the fans are going to be against him, but the team really wants to show that they're going to be okay without him, so I think that's a big deal, not to mention home team, 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five meetings. As I mentioned, the Hawks, red hot, 6-0 and oh against the spread in the last six games overall. Take the hot team and the Hawks and win big betting the buckets. Now, before we get to the NFL, it's time to talk sportsbooks. And when I'm talking sportsbooks, I'm talking about mybookie.ag. Look, you know who's going to win the game, right? At least you think you do. So it's time to put your money down. Go to the betting window. Make some money on your picks. All you have to do, sign up at mybookie.ag. Thousands of online players are there. Like me, I bet there each and every night. I bet NBA there. I bet NFL there. I would not suggest a sportsbook to you that I do not play with. Matter of fact, I also have a gift because that's what I do for my listeners, all maybe eight of you. Join now. Go to mybookie.ag and sign up. Use the promo code CHASER, C-H-A-S-E-R. Just tell them a chaser. Tell them you know me. You will get a 100% bonus, which means you instantly double your initial deposit. More money to bet on the NBA. More importantly, more money to bet on the NFL this weekend. Bottom line is at mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid. Go sign up. All right, let's talk football. Let's go to the gridiron. I've already covered Seattle, Atlanta. I already hit up on the Patriots and the Texans. You can check that out if you want to see my picks and breakdown of those games. Look back at previous podcasts. I appreciate it. But let's start with the Chiefs and the Steelers. Look, from a line standpoint, this game is very interesting to me. It really is. I mean, think about it. we got a flipped favorite situation. Pittsburgh opened a favorite, went to Kansas City as a favorite. You'll see it bouncing all around. Right now, my bookie really has a pick em, so you can get it either way. Consensus shows a little bit more money on the Steelers, not anything to write home about. We're talking about 55%, but let's talk about respect right now. Everybody and anybody is on the Steelers. They love the Steelers. I get it. Big Ben, although... The walking boot is something I'd be concerned with. Then they have an offense, an offense that scores a ton of points. Kansas City, on the other hand, they're boring. Let's face it, let's just call them what they are. They're boring. They're not interesting to watch. They don't have a lot of players that are explosive. Now, Tyreek Hill's coming around. 
He's becoming that kind of player you want to tune into. But before that, you had Alex Smith. You had a bunch of running backs. So they were boring. But the Chiefs, like I mentioned, they're coming around. In fact, they've scored eight touchdowns on defense and special teams this year. Six of those have traveled 40 yards or more. So they're getting big plays, and they're getting big plays on defense and special teams. In fact, the Chiefs have scored 52 points on defense this season. To me, that's a big deal because the league as a whole, they average 15 points scored on returns from defense and special teams combined. So to me, the Chiefs get extra points whenever possible. Not to mention they don't turn over the ball and they get turnovers. How about this? Eight turnovers in the last three games. Some people may say that's luck. Some people may back off of that, but I don't think you do. Plus, they're at home. And this is for you uh, analytic stat geeks who I love so much. You're my people. You're my brothers. I'm with you. When playing at Arrowhead, the Chiefs force a league-leading 20.2% turnover rate. Not only that, but they rank in the top 10 in most per-play Patrick, play per, per play metrics. I will get it right. Such as total QBR, points per drive, and expected points. You want trends? I got those too. Steelers 0-3-2 against spread in the last five playoff road games. And the Steelers are 0-4 against the spread in the last four meetings in Kansas City. Look, the Chiefs haven't won a home playoff game in 22 years. These fans will be in the game. They have a big home field advantage. Give me the Chiefs in this game. I'm going to go with a final of 27-23. Don't be afraid to drop the point, but lock that thing in now. And let's get to the next game. Look. This is the biggest game of the week, at least from a hype standpoint. There's no doubt about it. You can argue the Sharps are on the Cowboys. Think about it. This line opened up with the Cowboys minus four. You can now find it. Cowboys minus four and a half, minus five. But 64% of the money is on Green Bay. So why the line moved towards the Cowboys? Well, that would indicate there is big money on the Cowboys. That would indicate maybe even the Sharps are on the Cowboys. The problem is you can't prove it. Unless you know Sharps, unless you know the right place to look or the right people to talk to, you don't know that. That would be my indication, but there's a lot going on in this game. I mean, think about it. You're either betting on the Red Hot Packers and Aaron Rodgers, who can't miss anything right now. They seem to be rolling at the right time. Or you're going to bet a couple rookies and the Cowboys, although they do have the best offensive line in the NFL. In Week 6, these teams met up. The Cowboys put up 30 points, but most of those points were due to Green Bay. They had four turnovers. That is not Green Bay-like. Mistakes likely will not be repeated in this game, at least not four turnovers. I can't predict four turnovers by Aaron Rodgers. He's that good. In fact, he's red hot. Since Week 10, Rodgers has thrown for 22 touchdowns, no interceptions over an eight-game span. His passes are thrown perfectly. He's not missing anybody. Even with the injury to Jordy Nelson, which to me is a pretty big deal, He's hitting everybody, and he's doing it all at the right time. Rodgers, he's also, of course, a threat to run almost 370 yards this year on the ground. Not almost. 369 to be exact. He can run the ball. So who wins this game? Look, books hate to give Rodgers points, and I see why. If you have the Cowboys and you're up by seven late and Rodgers has the ball, you're pretty scared. You really are. There's no doubt about it. But let's look at the Giants game. They're getting a lot of credit for that game. Rodgers took a while to get going against the Giants defense. If not for a Hail Mary, the first half would have been almost garbagey, right? Now no, no Jordy Nelson, and the Packers can run. How well can they run? Well, Packers defense allowed 191 yards rushing to the Cowboys in that October game. That's the most they've allowed in any game 
this season. Again, something you would have seen if you follow me on Twitter, at Chasing Ball Game. Not to mention that Dak Prescott knows how to spread the ball around. The Cowboys had three players with 50 or more receptions. Cole, Ble- Cole Beasley, Jason Witt, and of course, Des Bryant. Not to mention the Cowboys will have all hands on deck for defense. Dallas expects to have cornerback Morris Claiborne back. He missed the past nine games. Defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, he'll be back. Tyrone Crawford will be back. Linebacker Justin Durant, all expected to play. You're going to have all hands on decks. In fact, let's talk about trends. Green Bay may have won five of its last six games against Cowboys, but they're horrible in Dallas. One and nine straight up in the last ten road games, not to mention one and five against the spread in the last six meetings in Dallas. The home team in this series, 10-4 and four against the spread. Here's what I think, is I don't think Green Bay can put a combination together on defense to tear apart this offensive line. Therefore, you're going to get the Cowboys being able to run the ball. If you can run the ball, it opens the pass. More importantly, it controls time of possession. When you control time of possession, you give Aaron Rodgers less time to eat you up. And if he took a long time to go against the Giants and takes that same amount of time to go against Dallas and he doesn't get the ball, nothing's going to happen. Look, I'm on the Cowboys. It may seem scary to you, but not to me. Cowboys minus five, and that will do it for Chasing Ball Game. Thanks for stopping by. I really do appreciate it. I, I know that your time is very valuable and just hanging out and listening to sports and talking sports with me. I love it. Speaking of which, if you want to chat sports, become a chaser. All you have to do is hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Chasing Ball Game. Look, people, this is a brand new show. And I'm telling you, it's all built on you. So hit me up on Twitter, and I guarantee you will be on my show because all I want to do is talk about sports, get sports information, and share it with the people. Together, like I say, we're going to build an incredible community. So make sure you th- share all your thoughts, information, or picks, and just join the chase. It's really a lot of fun. So enjoy your weekend. Make sure to tune in on Monday. We start our full-time schedule. We're going five days a week. And in the min- meantime, win big this weekend and keep on chasing. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.